So in the in the <laughs> idea of being totally transparent, mm-hmm. we recorded our first episode. So excited. And we thought it went great. We did. We nailed we, it. We've gotten some great feedback from we the did. six people that we've sent it to. With some constructive feedback as well. <laughs> great doesn't necessarily mean all positive. Thanks for all the feedback, everybody. Yeah, exactly. And then we realized, oh shit, we didn't explain <laughs> why people should listen to us Uh-oh. or what we're talking about. Oops. Whoops. So we're going to take a step back right now and we are going to explain a little bit more of our process, what we're putting out there, and why you might connect to it. Hi, beautiful creatures. I'm Eileen. And I'm Michael, and welcome to Small Business Happy Hour. Our goal is to provide stories, insights, and perspective on the ups and downs of business, and to create a community of small business owners, solopreneurs, and side hustlers. Cheers, friends. Cheers. So I actually had the benefit of studying marketing in college, and then waiting a decade to use it in my career. But I was the marketing director at a nonprofit. But in, I, I think where most of my perspective comes from is the fact that I run a small digital marketing agency where I am a team of one. And I kind of have a hybrid approach where I'm also a business coach. I can't pull the educator or the camp counselor out of me. Um, but I, I love websites. I love building them. I Email marketing is so effective. I, I appreciate social media, maybe a love-hate relationship there, but I, I do appreciate its power and I, I, SEO and Google and, you know, I'm really a marketing generalist. Actually, I like to call myself a marketing leatherman because <laughs> why should Swiss Army knives get all the credit? No, nope. you have most so many tricks. Argue, <laughs> yeah. Most people would argue leathermans are even more handy. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, you know, why you should listen to me. I'm a business owner. I own a salon and a hair school. I've done hair for 21 years. I'm an educator. I'm an artist and I'm a modern day stoic philosopher. And on top of those things, even though you didn't touch on it, I I think a big accomplishment is being married for 18 years with my partner for 21 years and a mother of a 13 and 11 year old. And, and, you know, I know it's our next segment is to touch on definitions, but you know, we've got that behind the scenes bed and breakfast that you and I are running simultaneously. Yes, we do. Side gigging hard, my friend. So like, what's, what's your jam? How long you've been married? You got a kid yourself. For six and a half years. Yeah. Um, We have a four-year-old daughter. Yeah. And I think that when I listen to business podcasts, No one talks about the nitty gritty kind of dirty stuff of like, no. oh, guess what? You have to be an individual. If this is the only thing you think about and do, it is not going to fulfill you. Nope. It has to be part of the bigger picture. Yep. So I think both of us, we have our businesses that we're running. We have families that we're very engaged in and do our very best to prioritize the family life in balance with our work lives. And we think that we can enrich the audience with like how we balance those two things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's something that 
what I found is my wife is super supportive and she provides me with a lot of perspective. And there's something about running a business that you either do it or you don't, and you either run that or you don't. Or you don't. And that's okay. And that doesn't mean that there's like no connection there, but there is a struggle and a life cycle that comes with that, that you need someone that's like kind of going through some of the same struggles as you. Without a doubt. I would also say as far as backgrounds go, we both have supportive partners because you and I are both entrepreneurs, whether it is a one person shop or it's a nine person shop like mine, doesn't matter. Like you and I are out there independent doing it on our own and thank goodness for Mm -hmm. like the base of our family. Absolutely. And I would say that because we're entrepreneurs in some ways we work double hard because we have supportive partners that have like, I don't know about you. I can only speak for me, but like he supports me in the way of like benefits because as a small business owner, I don't get any of those yet. We had to press the government (laughs) for all that stuff. We'll get to that later. I do love my wife and I do love my wife's health insurance. Thank you so much for your benefits partners. Like we love you so much for supporting us (laughs) on our creative journeys and also Consequently, making your lives like way more interesting. You're welcome. (laughs) So another thing that we dove right into last episode and didn't give any context for was our stat checks. Mm. So I felt it was important for all of us as a community of what were the threes again? The small business owner. Solopreneur. Yeah. And side hustlers. Right. For the three of the people that are interested in business. That's what we're all here for. I want to always check in when we visit with each other about our personal stats, the way that we feel, what we're chasing, what we're after, and then our goals, what we're hoping to achieve by the chase. And that I'm, I'm hoping right away as we're describing this thing that we can just like launch into what's happening right now in real time. I agree. Great. So if I'm going to say what my stats are, I feel very inspired because well, here we are right now, we are in one of my mega comfort zones, the Boulder JCC. And we're in the art room. And if you stand up, I mean, Michael's taller than I am, but if you stand up, you can see the mountains in the distance. Yes, you can. And we got beautiful fall colors and I feel safe and ready to talk about all the wonderful things. Um, But I'm feeling inspired. I'm glad that we're here. I'm glad that we have this blessing of a community that would let us hang out in their art room and record and make it so that it works for your life and that you can very easily pick your child up from school and and that we get to hang out in that process and that i i would love before i like move into other inspired moments you say what yours are (laughs) (laughs) and can i just say before i share my feels um i love a i love that we're marking this as stats but it's really all about feelings. It is. I love that dichotomy coming together. And I think it's important to have something that you're striving for and celebrate our wins together and just know what's on our mind. Mm. 
if, if that's not what our days and our lives look like, I don't know what it is. So my feels currently are that I'm firing on all cylinders and pardon the pun, it is very much intended, but firing on all cylinders is exhausting. Uh, I had a moment yesterday where I had one self-care activity. It was actually what was very that? Funny. I got my hair cut. Oh, I love that. Right? I got to see you during that moment. It was at this beautiful salon. Oh my in gosh, I wonder Boulder. where you went. <laughs> it's called Cantor and Company. Whoops. And it, it's just stellar. Stellar service. Thank you. So on my way to the haircut, I a, a prospective client uh, call went a little late and I was on the phone from in my living room to my headphones to my car all the way through. My dog was a little rattled. And then after the haircut, I had a call with another client on my way from the haircut to picking up my daughter. And it was one of those like, this is why I'm doing this. This is great. I'm a, I'm, I'm crushing it. On it. And then at the end of the day, I was just like so spent because where's the time to like fulfill the cup? You know, I love driving because I love listening to music turning off and I didn't get a chance to do that. So I, I both in the same breath love that I was doing that and was and. exhausted by it. Okay. Well, you know, you're on a roll. What you chasing? Currently, I'm chasing self-care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a tendency that when, when I am in this firing on all cylinders mode that I put myself last. So I'm doing a good job of taking care of my family. My business is, is doing quite well. I'm very thankful for that new clients are coming in and I have a lot of projects on my plate and I love being busy and trying to like be in that productive mode, but for better or worse, that means that I put myself last and I know that is not sustainable. So I'm chasing some taking care of Michael time. All right. You know, I have a bunch of opinions about that. Uh, yes, like I where know, we find it. I know yeah, at five fifteen in the morning, Five thirty-five. You wake up. You wake up at five fifteen, so you have a few minutes to gather yourself, and then you just leave. Leave your stuff where you are. I did this this morning. I you leave your stuff at the door. You're like, I'm just gonna wake up. I'm gonna be a zombie. It is five twenty. Thank goodness. Shout out to my girlfriend Karen, who always holds me a spot in my favorite place in yoga. I want to be in the middle and right by the mirror. We want, I want that comfort. I want that time that is only dedicated to myself. And when you have young children, especially my children are young, like yours, yours is very young. Mm -hmm. We got to get it before they're even awake Yeah. or we have to get it after they're asleep, but you're tired then. Mm -hmm. Like we got to get it first thing. So like, okay, fine. I accept. I hope you come hang out with me in the morning, though. I I, I will make it a point to do that. I'm not yeah. waking up at 5.15 every day. Fine. But that's okay. Maybe I will. Who knows? Come on. One of my favorite insights that you've provided about <laughs> why yoga is so meaning, meaningful and impactful for you yeah. is that it's an opportunity to both get what you need with someone else telling you what to do. Ugh. So you get to completely turn off. Turn off. And just be present and listen where we don't get a lot of time to do that now. Uh, never as a small business owner, we're like, you're essentially calling the shots all day. I'm making decisions. So when somebody says, I didn't tell you it was time for a break, that feels really good. Okay. Moving on, moving on. 
Thank you for your feels. Appreciate you. You're welcome. I already said I'm inspired. I, I'm very ex excited to be here and to be doing this. And I am chasing comfort again. And comfort in this way for both like my mind and my wallet. I would love to realize some, some fantasies of just being able to be and not worry and be able to like plan a vacation and not wonder how I'm going to pay for it or as what is trending right now out on the internet, girl math or stylus math. <laughs> like how, how many services do I have to do before I get to go to Mexico? Like I definitely, I, I do connect to that. I, I would like some comfort where I don't have to think about that. I would, I would like to know that it was just coming in and I'm hoping that in my pursuit of finding that comfort, that I'm able to help all of us get comfort. And that our job, Michael and I, we want to be here. We want to be here with you. And we want to like get comfort for us all. Like, can we just like chase comfort hard? We get that country store yes, from the please. last episode that I didn't really clarify what it was. Can we have that sense of comfort constantly where you just wake up and you're like, what do I feel like doing today? I mean, I always feel like doing hair. I always feel like like making people feel good. I want to do that every day, but it would be really cool if, if we could get a benefit. I agree. Yeah. I All feel right. like it's a missed opportunity to not mention if you're feeling inspired right now and want to feel comfortable <laughs> and want to sponsor this podcast and oh, contribute shoot. to our comfort, but that, that's really... I love that you did that though. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, why don't we just like roll right into goals? I want everybody to be comfortable. I want comfort in my home. I want comfort in my wallet. Mm -hmm. I want comfort in my life. That's, that's what I'm chasing. But like, what are your goals, friend? So uh, in the context of let's celebrate the goals, um, I, I struggle with... Uh, I, I am a do as I say, not as I do type person. And I'm very good at coaching people and not very good at taking my own advice. Mm. So the thing that I'm most proud of is piggybacking off of what the goal was last week. Mm. But we published an episode. Yeah. We are now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and I think Amazon and Google Podcasts. Woo! Woo! Um, but for me, like the context of the goal that I'm thinking of is... I put out something that is in the same breath, not perfect. No. And absolutely fucking amazing. It is. And that not that the beauty of life? It is. Nothing is going to be perfect. No. And that is okay. Oh, it's great. Our goal is to get better at this. Please. I hope we're on our way to do that. Aren't we? But we're putting it out there. It's number two. We already did it. it but it's sort of number one. It's number one in the way that we're describing what we already did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're looking <laughs> retrospective and <laughs> introspective. <laughs> it's a real philosophy of time. What is then and now? It doesn't even really matter. It all blurs together. Uh, philosophy of time is a fantastic name for something. A philosophy of time. I love it. Maybe like a existential prog rock band or something. <laughs> I feel like I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I, Did I, you say your goals? 
I've, yeah. Should I do I, it? Should I do mine? You should do your goals. There's a third part of the stats. Yeah. Because we got feels chasing goals. We're hoping everybody does feels chasing goals and they want to share it with us. Mm-hmm. I want to look at it. I want to respond to it. Yes, yeah, send it to us. I want to see what's happening. I would like to be inspired by everybody as everybody's feelings always. Uh, my goal is, is to let go of the outcome and be happy with what I got. I love that. Like, don't worry about it. Whatever's coming is what's going to come. And our goal, part of our goal of being here is to let go of that and to like know that we're supported by a group of people. So I, I'm okay with what I've got. And it's not always going to go the way that I plan, but if we're going to dip into one of our definitions, right? Mm-hmm. A slice of stoicism, you either win or you learn. Yes. So we're going to try something and it's going to work out exactly the way that we wanted, or it won't, but we'll learn. And then the next time we'll work towards that win and we'll keep like chopping it down until we get the win. I love that your goal directly relates to your what you're chasing. Because if you can truly let go of the outcome, then you can just be comfortable with what you're putting out there. Yeah. And if you're comfortable with what you're putting out there, then you can let go of the outcome. So it's such like an intertwined, ooey-gooey it deliciousness. It is. So we hope that our audience would consider also sharing their stats with us. We're super excited about all the things we're doing. We're going to post up on the mm-hmm. internet and we want you to hang out. We want you to engage. We want to talk to you. We want to hear what you're doing and how you feel. So you were, you were talking about a ribbon uh, shooting out from, from one to another. Okay. I would I would like to start with saying, because I'm a stylist at my heart, a hairstylist in particular, that I like to say when I'm teaching another person about how to care for a client coming in, that whenever I see you, there's a ribbon that shoots from my heart to yours and that I connect to you and that that is my job. And that if at any moment, if there's negative energy, of course, like we could cut the ribbon and I could be next to you without that connection, but that very rarely happens. And that the ribbon is special because I can care for you and not understand you at all. And that it's interesting because, you know, Michael and I were talking about the definitions of this podcast and all the things that we talk about when we're like being friends and business friends and associates or whatever. But the the definition of the ribbon for Michael, you said it was related to the Enneagram for you. And I'm curious about why, because... For me, the Enneagram is like a system for me to figure out who you are and to understand you so I know how to communicate with you. But the ribbon, that, that I, I'm not sure how we feel about this, like on the podcast. It's witchcraft. I want to connect to you. I don't want to think about understanding. I just want to do it. I want to I get in there. And then if, there, if I'm in the weeds, like we'll figure it out together. Like the ribbon for me, I've I've cultivated it for such a long time that I'm happy to shoot it. And I don't I don't really know what's gonna happen. I just want to connect to other people. So I'd love to know 
why you think the ribbon is part of the Enneagram. I think that it's really interesting that it's your connection to other people because I often say that's why people choose to work with me. Do I build wonderful websites and amazing email marketing campaigns? Sure. But the reason why people work with me is because I leave them feeling good and confident and seen and heard about the marketing that they're putting out there, about their business. It's a personal touch. It's a personal touch. Yeah. And I view it as I, I am an empath. Yeah. I feel your feels. Big time. I bring that home with me. You do. I don't. Um, I'm working on it. I love that for you. We can talk about that another episode. (laughs) But when I think about why I'm able to do that, it's because I have, because I've taken the Enneagram and the DISC profile and the uh, Myers-Briggs and that is my way of understanding and making those connection points and recognizing not necessarily in the context of, I understand you now but knowing how to communicate with you, knowing how to make you feel seen and heard. I love that. So one of our definitions, we'll talk about the ribbon. The oh, ribbon will come up the many will times. Be a flowing theme. Because the ribbon, whether you are in person and connecting to a person, like in real life and touching them the way that I do, or you are virtual the way that you are most of the time, you're communicating like phone, online, to the clients, the ribbon can shoot anywhere and that we have to be so cultivated in the way the ribbon is shot and that I would love to unpack the ribbon and and how we shoot it and how we're careful about when a client or a customer doesn't arrive in the place that we would like them to be and how we adjust so that it still takes care of us because if you are not good We are not good. In the idea of having some segments, we don't just want to talk about our feelings all the time. Step back. We wouldn't mind talking about our feelings the whole time. Never. But I don't think that makes for like a very engaging podcast. No. I want to provide insights and the perspective and and like practical advice tangible things that you can take with you at the end of each episode. Right. So I'm going to start with the first dose of Michael's marketing magic. Oh, do, 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 do. <laughs> Cue theme music. I love um, it. So the, the marketing magic tip that I have right now is I, well, I talk about this all the time, but in most of marketing, particularly in email marketing and social media, there is a tendency to have it look really professional, really polished, really fine-tuned. And I would argue, don't do that. (laughs) Maybe do that some of the time. But people connect to brands because they feel connected to the person behind that brand. It's authentic. I'm not talking about Coke or Tesla, or whatever. Are you talking about like a small business salon? Exactly. Uh, what? People who are trying to figure this out themselves. Are they? just want to support their community and make a living doing so. We love them. So I would argue in your marketing, peel back the layers. Throw that curtain back. 
Um, we welcome all vegetarians and vegans. Be real. Show me how the sausage is made. <laughs> I want to see. It could be a veggie sausage. It could be a veggie sausage. Yeah. They're very, they're very tasty. They are. But I want to see a little bit of like that nitty gritty, that imperfection, because then I'm going to feel more connected to you and I'm going to be more inspired to support you, not just by buying your products or services, but by following you on social media and joining your newsletter and all of that good stuff. So give me a little bit more of that sausage making business. I love that. So while we were thinking about segments, Mm. of course, we love alliteration and rhyming. Deeply. And I come from a marketing background. So I wanted to, of course, I wanted to provide some, some marketing advice. And when we thought about what your segment could be, in addition to alliterating, I feel like it just had to be a slice of stoicism. Absolutely. And I feel like this piggybacks, we win or we learn. So many W's. Because with this stoic philosophy portion of our, our podcast, you know, you accept. That's a whole part of what we're doing is the acceptance of whatever is coming. And that we win when things work out exactly the way that we plan. But we all know that that's not what happens most of the time. No, that that rarely (laughs) happens. And that if it does happen, you celebrate, I won or I've learned. So like, even if you learn the situation happens, it's good, it's bad, whatever happens, there's a surprise in there. At the end, you've learned something. So didn't you also win? Correct. We win or we learn. And that would be the slice of stoicism for me. Is that it all passes. Whether something is negative or positive, the goal is to learn. And that we persevere beyond whatever challenge we have. Because we already accepted that things were going to be hard before we started. And that you wouldn't be an entrepreneur. You wouldn't be interested in what we were talking about if you weren't already there with us in the trenches. I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. It's not always easy. It is not always fun, but I'm learning. So I'm still winning. And what a blessing it is. I would argue that it's almost we win and we learn. We win and we learn. Because sometimes those wins come with lessons as well. Double down. Let's. Why not? I want to. And I, I'm so excited to be able to preach the, the good book of Stoic philosophy because there's lots of ways for us to think about the ways that we learn. And I think a lot of people get stuck on, on when they're stuck. We don't have to get stuck in that place. We can just be happy for the lesson and be thankful for the lesson and then like move on and learn from it and grow and be excited for all those things that happened. Absolutely. Uh, fairly recently, not that recently, it doesn't matter. Someone introduced the idea of the growth, the growth mindset. And it's like a a retraining of your brain to look for what you need to learn, what you need to take from each moment. And not easy, but in a weird way, easier when you're not doing well. 
It's really easy to think that you're like doing fantastic and you don't have anything to learn, but it's way harder to, when you're not doing well, to pull yourself out of that and say, hey, maybe I'm not doing great, but there's something I can take from this. Absolutely. I'm better from this experience. Yep. We should always go back to the things that are challenging and say, why was it challenging? And what could I dissect from that challenge to make me feel better the next time I, I I encounter it. Exactly. And like, you can, you can ask yourself that question. Does it need to be that challenging? And do I like that challenge? Hmm. Cause if you like that challenge, Neat. great. Hang let's, out. Exactly. Let's, let's, dive, let's dive deep. deep. Let's dive deep. <laughs> Thank you so much. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for joining oh, us on this journey. You're a gem. You are an absolute gem. <laughs> if you would like to support us further, please, mm-hmm. as the kids say, smash that subscribe button. Or lightly touch. Or yeah, as whatever you're as, into. As long as your device knows that you're hitting subscribe, it really doesn't matter. Because the we're intensity. in Boulder, whatever you would like to do feels exactly right to me. Agreed. Lightly touch, smash, whatever feels good. Anything in between. Ask if you're not sure. If you have any ideas that you want to share to us, you can email us at smallbusinesshappyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Ooh, we can't wait to hear your ideas. And like us on Facebook and Instagram. Please. And we're so excited to have you join us on the next episode. Let's see what happens. Yeah. We're not even sure what we're going to talk about yet. Let's get weird. I can't wait. Let's get weird. (laughs) Yes. I love that. Yay.